0: Blog talk radio We're hey, now listening to wealthy sisters We're not listening to wealthy sisters We're not listening to wealthy sisters We're not listening to wealthy sisters never We're not listening to wealthy sisters when I'm listening to Selfie Sisters The radio show. When I'm listening to Selfie Sisters The radio show When
1: Radio, brought to you by Wealthy Sisters Media Group, where we proudly promote positive people. You can always visit us for all of your branding and publishing needs at WealthySistersMedia.com. That's S-I-S-T-A-S, WealthySistersMedia.com. Here on Wealthy Sisters Radio, we love connecting businesses with music, people, and stories, and you know we have to make sure that we remind you of our purpose, which is to First, we want to make sure that we provide you with inspiration and encouragement and also our dynamic listeners with practical knowledge. That's right, that you can apply to your business and to your life right now for that positive impact. And second, we must continue to provide a platform to edify, promote, acknowledge, and to say thank you to the sisters for doing big things. And, you know, we are so excited to do that. And I am Deborah Hartnett, your host. And we're broadcasting live here another fabulous Tuesday on the Blog Talk Radio Network. And, you know, you can listen to us here live. We thank you for joining us. But you can also catch us 24-7. That's right. We are available 24 hours at WealthySistersRadio.com. You can listen to us on demand like television. We have on-demand episodes ready at your fingertips. You can find us on Facebook and Twitter under Wealthy. wealthy. Wealthy Sisters, and you can find us on demand on iTunes. That's right. Wealthy Sisters is on iTunes. Today, like we said, is Tuesday, May 19, 2015, and we are here every week at the same time, Tuesdays at 11 a.m. Eastern, live. But again, we are here available for you on your time, on your dime at 24 hours a day at Wealthy Sisters Radio. We want to thank you so much for joining us here on our very, very, very special show today it is going to be our annual annual special memorial day tribute where we honor we take the time to pause and to honor women soldiers the fallen and their family and today we're also going to take a special look into ptsd uh, which happens to be post-traumatic stress disorder uh, we've talked about it some on our show here with um, some of other military representatives as well. But today we're going to take a closer look into it as it is today reported. Um, it's a leading cause uh, for women soldiers who their leading cause uh, of it is, is relating to sexual assault. And we know you have probably saw the scandal episode a couple of weeks ago uh, that um, kind of played into or brought some of those things to light regarding sexual assault in the military so we will at the latter end of the show today get into some details on that with our very special guest who will be attorney Aaron Durden which is he's got over 20 years plus and practice with a national practice um, presence, rather with offices in places like Ohio and D.C. And he himself is a former Marine and is committed to supporting. For years, has been committed to supporting and educating veterans on many benefits and and helping them gain those benefits as well that they've been entitled to for so many years and he has a major new initiative that uh, we're going to be talking about today in support of women veterans and not only women veterans but particularly a focus on women veterans who most often um, are not right now looked at when we talk about with regards it's a sensitive subject uh, here in the military so we're going to talk about that on the latter end of our show as well and then on the top Part of the show, um we are definitely going to pay tribute to, as we said, to some of the fallen women soldiers we We must make sure that we do that, and uh we'll we'll do that and then we have a very special guest. I'm thrilled to have her on the show. This is a bad, another bad sister super bad. Uh, she's retired Lieutenant, Lieutenant Colonel Margaret Thomas, who's now serving as the Executive Vice President of Thomas Solutions Incorporated. She is an attorney, licensed attorney, and a former JAG and a West Point graduate. So we're thrilled to have her on to share about her experience in the military, lovely experience, and then also um, some one of the young ladies we honored last year, Emily Perez, uh, one of the fallen soldiers we honored. She, you, They both were graduates of West Point. So we're going to talk about that today on the show. So today we will take this time out. We won't do our business question of the week this week. We're just going to take the time out and other things. Our feature correspondents will resume all of that next week. But we want to be able to pause at this moment, to pay homage, as I mentioned, to those families and and to those who have given their lives and sacrifice for us here. So we'll take a, a short break here, and we'll be right back in a few moments and, and share some of the names as we spoke about earlier. So thank you so much again for tuning in. We're now
0: listening to Wealthy Sisters
1: Radio Show.
2: We're now listening to Okay, will give Together we can live, thrive, and be free of domestic violence.
3: Are you aware that one out of three women veterans have suffered some form of sexual assault and or harassment, which oftentimes causes both physical and psychological injuries? Recent studies show that while post-traumatic stress disorder, PTSD, may be a diagnosis, it continues to be unrecognized by the VA and, importantly, remains untreated by the victims. Call Erin Durden at 800-330-0234 to discuss whether or not you are entitled to veteran benefits. Call me at 800-330-0234.
1: We're live back here on Wealthy Sisters Radio. Thank you so much for joining us today. As we take the time out to honor and to pay homage to those who have given their lives and sacrifice for us here uh, in our great country today, the United States of America, and we want to be able to take this time out to pause and to say thank you to them so much for sacrificing. I mean, really, the word "thank you" is, is, is there is no word, uh, there is no way that we can we can really even begin to uh, use a word to describe what we can only imagine the families, the great losses that they feel uh in in losing a loved one uh it, it, you know for any any type of reason um but we want to be able to just to take this time as I mentioned today to do that as we have done for the past four years here on wealthy sisters radio you know we have those epiphanies in life, those moments in life where uh you realize uh what the purpose or what a reason or why we do certain things. And I remember as I moved, uh, I've shared this story before, as I've moved, I've moved to this particular area, um, I I realized that the military, you know, the the different benefits, the different opportunities uh, that serve that that you can have a service in the military and it just gave me a different appreciation a greater appreciation. So that's why we realize here Memorial Day growing up has always been significant for for me as the beginning of the summer, family time, cookouts and even though I my father served in the military uh and I had other family members just being able to really pause and understand what Memorial Day uh, really is all about. So we're grateful that we have been enlightened, and we want to be able to do that here uh, today as we can have done in the past few years, and just, just so that we know that Memorial Day is a day that we should stop, and we're supposed to. It's designed. As a matter of fact, it was it was called originally Declaration Day, and it's a, it's, it's an, it's a way for us to honor those men and women uh, who Died serving in the U.S. military Whether it was known as a conflict Or war, what have you um, But it, it, it is that purpose For us to stop and pause And say thank you uh, Some of the history on around Memorial Day As I said, it was formerly called Decoration Day It originated in the years following the Civil War And became an official Holiday, a federal holiday In 1971 Also some of the unique or some interesting facts about the observance of Memorial Day. As I said, the Civil War claimed more lives than any other conflict in the U.S. history, according to the records here. And that's why they required the the first national cemeteries, as we know, that are all around the country. By the late 1860s, Americans in various towns and cities began holding springtime tributes to these countless fallen soldiers. You know, they began to decorate the graves with the flowers and reciting prayers. And this is something else that I don't know if I just missed it or may have heard of it before, but on Memorial Day each year, um, a national moment of remembrance takes place at 3 p.m. So what I want to do is to be able to challenge our audience here. uh, This coming Monday, which is the official Memorial Day holiday, for you and for all of us to embrace that and take that moment to pause as we remember those who have fallen on our behalf here. Whether we believe this is not about whether we believe in a particular conflict or whatever, That's, this is not what it's about. This is about human celebrating those lives of those who believed in supporting us. And so, again, uh, we want to say thank you and pay tribute to those at this time. And as we do that, continue to do that throughout the show, we will, as I mentioned, real talk about and read some of the, the the wonderful names of those women who have given their lives. But before we get more into that, I do want to be able to celebrate uh those who have served for us and, and done some miraculous, some great, great service and a lot of times we don't hear about it. We don't we're not aware of it. And that's why, again, why we do what we do here on Wealthy Sisters Radio. Our whole purpose, as I said, you know, our second purpose, you know the first, is to provide you that great information and rich content for you to, to apply to your business and your life right now. But the second is to make sure that we continue to use this platform to showcase the talents. And I am thrilled uh, to have our guests on the show today, uh, That I, our first guest. And uh she is someone that I have a ton of respect for. Just I saw her resume before I met her, and I was just like completely blown away and and so excited uh to meet her to see all of her accomplishments, as I mentioned earlier at the top of the show. Our very special guest uh retired Lieutenant colonel Margaret Thomas, serves as the executive vice president of thomas Solutions. She's a licensed attorney, a former jag, and a west Point graduate how about that so I really want to say thank you so much to her for her service and welcome Margaret to the show hello Margaret welcome
4: yes hello how are you today
1: oh we're fantastic so happy to have you here on the wealthy sisters radio well it's truly an honor
4: for me to be here and to be a part of your program today
1: Yes, thank you so much. We appreciate you. Cannot say thank you enough for your service, uh, here in, in serving for us in the country and serving in the military. And as we, we talked a little bit offline, we definitely want to bring you back on our show for our very special veterans program that we do every year to be able to learn a little bit more details. But we're thrilled to be able to have this, this moment with you at this time today.
4: Well, thank you so much. I really do look forward to the opportunity to join you again, and um, what a great celebration. Um, I appreciate you and your audience for taking the time to recognize veterans um, on this very important um, holiday as we prepare for the holiday weekend.
1: Yes, yeah, absolutely. And, and you know, we here at Wealthy Sisters Radio, if you, you have an opportunity to catch some of our shows, you always hear that we're a little bit nosy over here. We like to know, you know, where our, our guests are from, where they grew up, oftentimes to be able to feel a sense of commonality, to be able to relate. And, you know, to hear your background as we talk about the military growing up, I shared my experience of the memorial. Day holiday being family being cookout the be, the beginning of the summer what what I have to say what led you did you have a military experience growing up or what was it that led you to join the military?
4: Well, you know, I um, actually entered the military from high school. Um, my first experience was attending the United States Military Academy at West Point. Um, at the time, I did have relatives who had served for short periods in the military. Um, okay. My father served, um, and then I also had grandparents who had served. However, okay. I was not a child of a career military person.
1: Uh huh. Uh huh. So, <laughs> so, was Memorial Day growing up for you? Was it a was it a day that you all paused, uh, or was it a day that you celebrated family? How? how has that day, what does it look like for you? Did it change And and as far as your experience is concerned in the military?
4: Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. You know, when I was growing up as a child, it was an opportunity to, of course, pay respect to those who had served, but it was mm-hmm. really an opportunity to just get together with family, enjoy time with one another. And mm-hmm. since I have worn the uniform and um, – you know had that experience myself. it has changed the meaning of Memorial Day for me personally um mm-hmm, I, think, uh, I think I have a richer sense of the sacrifice of those who have served, particularly those who have given their lives in service
1: mhm, mhm, and oftentimes you know we we mention um that that sacrifice and those that are given you know their lives in service can can you kind of give us an a bird's eye view of what that is like a what why should we really really pause and take and understand what that means especially today in our environment um, where we can be a little bit more cynical not not placing judgment but just because of how everything is today you know we have so many things that distracts us um there's so many concerns that are, are going on so oftentimes something like this may be overlooked. So if you can just kind of share that with us to give our audience a real sense of why it's so important for us to understand that.
4: Sure. Well, I will say, you know, in addition to being a service member for many years, um, I've also enjoyed roles as a wife and a mother. And Mm -hmm. so family is very dear to me. It always has been. But in a military context, I think um, it's important to recognize not only the sacrifice of the service members, but also their family members.
0: Their who families, are,
4: right. Who are, mm-hmm. Yeah, truly integral part of um, the sacrifice that's required <clears throat> Excuse me, to be able to serve. Oftentimes mm-hmm. our service members are called upon to go to new places, sometimes very dangerous places, on short notice, And in Mm -hmm. many cases, um, they are leaving family members behind. And Mm -hmm. I do believe that as American citizens, there's something that connects us all. Whether or not we personally have worn the uniform, I think our lives have all been touched by others who have in our communities, in our schools. Um, We really, I think, need to be aware of that connection and the sacrifice that those uh, those around us are making when Mm -hmm. their loved ones are leaving. Um, And sometimes there's a good amount of uncertainty associated with those periods of time. So Mm -hmm. um, I think that we can all draw a very rich connection to, Mm -hmm. you know, members of our community all around us every day. Mm
1: -hmm. Mm -hmm. And when you think about um, children today or parents who might be listening in who have, some of their sons and daughters may have, as you did, um, want to attend military academy or, or what have you. What would you say to those parents who have children that are interested, but there are real concerns of, I don't know um, I, if I should really let my child do this? Is this something that I should allow them to do or encourage them to do? Certainly. I think that it's
4: it's important to recognize that it is a very special calling um, and there's a very small percentage, less than you know, 1% now is the, the latest statistic that I've heard, of those who are actually um, serving in the armed forces. So it really is, I mean, there is risk associated with it, but I think that it's a very honorable type of service. And so embracing that and also understanding that I can speak for the Army in particular, we do have a set of core values, and mm-hmm. it's a very important part of leadership um understanding mm-hmm. things like loyalty, duty respect mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. service mm-hmm. honor, mm-hmm. integrity, you know personal courage all of those elements really go into leadership and being a part of a team that's greater than any one individual and so I think when, you know, perhaps a parent or a loved one is contemplating the idea that, you know, someone for whom, you know, they care very deeply uh, may be looking at doing something like this, I think that it's important to recognize that while there is significant risk in many cases, There's something very good and strong about the nature of the service, and Mm -hmm. it really transforms, I think, the person um, who is called to participate in that type of service. I think it's a tremendous opportunity, like I said, for any individual to be part of something that's greater than him or herself.
1: Mhm, mhm. That is, and, and I think that really, when you talked about those fundamentals and the core belief systems in any in any environment in any age, those are beliefs that sh- should never change. They're the foundations of everything that we do. And you know, even though we have technology, as you can you can hear, uh, oftentimes you sit around and listen to seniors, and now I find myself. <laughs> sounding like I used to hear my parents sound and my grandparents <laughs> talking to my daughter about what we had and didn't have. Those core values, though, are still the same. So I I totally agree and appreciate um, what you're sharing with our audience on there as well, Margaret. Talk to me, um, I know our time is wrapping up here, but if you could just share a little bit more about uh, why Memorial Day is special. I know we mentioned that um, now, after your service, uh, you can have a greater appreciation, but why is it really, really special to you?
4: Well, you know, I um, it really goes back to a comment I made earlier about mm-hmm. having the opportunity to really um, think about and honor those who have made tremendous sacrifices. And I really don't just think about those who have, you know, given their lives in service. I really transition to a place where I really think about their loved ones. Um, right. I absolutely uh, respect all of the service and the sacrifice of those who have uh, given so much in service to our country. Uh, Mm -hmm. At the same time, when I think about overlapping deployments that I experienced with my husband, um, our Mm -hmm. children having to leave, splitting two uh, school years in a row, living Mm -hmm. with uh, different sets of grandparents, when I think about the challenges that they faced and handled Mm -hmm. so wonderfully, I can't Mm -hmm. help but think on, you know, Memorial Day weekend and others, you know, what they've really given and what they've really sacrificed as mm-hmm. those who are supporting service members. Um, mm-hmm. so so there's a lot that really goes into that and it's really it's really an outgrowth of of my experiences being around service members, family members, members of the community who've really reached out and tried to embrace uh service members. So I think it's just a wonderful opportunity for us all to, um, you know, pause and reflect on service and truly selfless service uh, for service members who have volunteered to do that and for those who care for them who maybe didn't volunteer but find themselves right. in positions where they're looking at ways to really be supportive uh,
1: because right. of their right. love for country and, of course, their loved ones as well. Their loved ones, exactly, especially, you know, if someone is marrying someone in the military and or a, a, it's a parent, like you said, where both you and your husband served in the military and there are times where your children had to be with, with your parents. So, yeah, that's something that they didn't sign up for, but they they. They represented, you know, they were able to be there when you needed them. And so we definitely want to say thank you to all of your parents uh, as well and family members who helped support you and your husband during your service times. Um, and as, as we, we wrap up your segment with us, again, we want to thank you so much for being with us, Margaret, and look forward to being able to learn because I know our audience is like, wow, she was a jag. Oh, wow, I want to learn more about that. They can't wait to hear a West Point graduate. That's incredible. How You know, how many women do we know? How many sisters do we hear about graduating from West Point? That is that is outstanding you know it's just it's incredible but I know uh, we last year this time we honored and we took um, a great bit bit of our show to honor Emily Perez who was also a West Point graduate and I understand you you knew of her or shared some some company with her family or what have you would you mind just sharing a little bit about your experience uh, with Emily Perez
4: Certainly, um, you know, I can't say enough wonderful things about um, Emily Perez, uh, her -hmm. family, her service. Mm -hmm. I remember when she was killed, um, I was a major at the time serving at Fort Bragg, North Carolina. And um, I have been at, um, I've had the opportunity to be in the company of her parents. I do not know her. I didn't know her personally, nor have I ever um, really had the opportunity to get to know her parents very well. But I've Mm -hmm. seen the dignified way in which they've carried themselves um, at times when gold star families have been honored. And those are um, families who have um, lost a loved one um, Mm -hmm. who who isn't serving. And, Mm -hmm. um, you know, what I think about when I think about Emily Perez is just a tremendous legacy um it wasn't she did so much <laughs> um it being the first
1: m- female minority cadet command sergeant major in the history <laughs> of West Point, I understand, and the first um at first female I said they said uh officer killed in combat there as well, yeah. Well,
4: you know, I, I think it's wonderful to take the time mm-hmm. to honor her memory and her legacy mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. that's so important. I mean, it's not just that, that she's, you know, gone. Um, mm-hmm. Certainly, you know, from, from my spiritual background, um, I, I'm excited um, that she's gone on to, to greater things. Um mm-hmm. certainly sad for those of us uh, still here um, mourning the loss of her presence here among us. However, she has left a tremendous legacy and a large part of that legacy I think is founded in in her service. And it echoes on and Memorial Day is just a wonderful time to celebrate that. Um mm-hmm. much like we, you know, celebrate the lives of others who have gone on, I think we have a unique opportunity to celebrate not only the life of Emily Perez but, you know, the the service oriented aspect of it, and that's fantastic.
1: Mhm mhm absolutely well Margaret thank you so much again for your service and and all that you have done and continue to do in service uh, and and as we said we look forward to being able to have you on our show to learn more about you and 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 what you're doing not only and have done in the military but also with Thomas uh, solutions and, incorporated as well so thank you again thank you to your family to your children A family um wonderful husband, tell him hello again from wealthy sisters radio and and continue to make sure that you have a beautiful day and and we honor you and celebrate you uh today as well. Thank you so much, Margaret.
4: Well, thank you so much again. It has truly been an honor to have this time with you and all of the, your listeners um I look forward to joining you again. And um, I really do appreciate this opportunity to spend some time with you. And I wish you a wonderful day as well.
1: Thank you. Thank you. Well, again, you have joined us here on Wealthy Sisters Radio. Thank you so much for tuning in. This is our special tribute, our Memorial Day tribute to women soldiers, those fallen soldiers. And um, we just had our very special guest, Margaret Thomas, who uh, is a, a retired lieutenant colonel. Uh, from the Army, a former jag as well, and uh we look forward to again having her back on our show um and we just spoke a little bit about uh, Emily Perez, who also was a graduate of West Point um as well as so as our guest but um last year, we did take the time out to honor her um this year. We will definitely uh, take the time to honor other soldiers, those women. And and what I want to do is to give you the opportunity at this time, we want to take that pause as we do every year and uh, just a 30-second pause In memory of those, maybe some of those that you might have seen on the news or uh, some of family members or friends or what have you, but we want to be able to do that at this time. Taking the time, and I want to encourage you to do that on Memorial Day, this coming Monday at 3 o'clock, as they do every year. And I believe that is 3 o'clock your local time. So for those of you who are Central, West Coast, Eastern, it is observed at 3 o'clock local time. Um, Some of the names that we'd like to honor today, I'd like to first begin with, uh, site that we have here as a resource the Army Women's Foundation want to encourage you to check them out their, their web address is awfd as in delta N as in nancy.org and they have featured um, some of the faces of the fallen starting out with Lieutenant First Lieutenant Jennifer M. Moreno of San Diego California she died October 6th 2013, in Zahari District, Afghanistan, along with three other soldiers from injuries sustained when enemy forces attacked their unit with an improvised explosive device. Uh, She was assigned to the Medigan Army Medical Center on Joint Base Lewis-McChord in Washington and was supporting Operation Enduring Freedom. She was attached to an Army Ranger unit to handle interactions with Afghan women, a job that she volunteered for, but also one that placed her in the middle of the fight. This was Marino's first deployment. Marino attended San Diego High School and graduated in 2006. And it's amazing um, as we read here and learn that she volunteered for this Uh, position that she was there interacting with afghan women and knew that it was going to place her in the middle of the fight and it would make me think about that 2006 she just graduated a young woman you know it it makes me think about what margaret just shared with us about less than one percent of the population it's a special calling um that these individuals, these great people have on their lives. So oftentimes when we hear of someone joining the military or their desire or wanting to join, we may not understand it, but that that put it in such a beautiful light, as Margaret shared, that it's a special calling, and we all can relate to callings on our lives. Um, She, in high school, was in the ROTC program, a friend from school days, said that first Jennifer wanted to be a nurse so that she could help people. So she thought she had that serving attitude. She wanted to be a nurse so that she could help people. And second, she wanted to join the military. Marino went to on to get an officer's commission after graduating with a nursing degree from the University of San Francisco. And Marino's list of decorations now includes the Bronze Star and Purple Heart and was award, awarded posthumously. Um, next is Specialist Ember M. Alt. She's 21, and that's A-L-T, I, I trust I'm pronouncing that correctly. She was 21 of Beach Island, South Carolina, and she died June 18th in Bagram, Afghanistan, along with three other soldiers from wounds suffered when enemy forces attacked their unit with indirect fire. She was assigned to the 32nd Transportation Company, the 68th Combat Sustainment Support Battalion, and the 43rd Sustainment Brigadier 4th Infantry Division. She graduated from Killeen High School in 2009, where she excelled in track, One of her crowning moments was when she helped lead her team to the state finals during her senior year. Alt joined the Army in May 2011 and was deployed to Afghanistan for the first time on November 26, 2012. She served as a wheel vehicle mechanic. And during the course of her military career, she was awarded the Army Achievement Medal, the National Defense Service Medal, the Global War on Terrorism Service Medal, and the Army Service Ribbon. Ember is survived by her parents, Chuck Alt of Colleen and Cynthia Merchant of Gulfport, Mississippi, and Rick and Jennifer Owens of Colleen. She will also be missed by her siblings, Kayla and Jacob Alt and Bryce and Evans Owens Evan Owens as well as her grandparents godparents and many aunts and uncles Today if you're just tuning in this is our very special tribute to those fallen soldiers fallen women Soldiers. And as we continue to honor them, we want to encourage you every year to take the time out and to remember that Memorial Day is more than the holiday of the recognizing the start of the summer, but it's that time for us to pause and to pay homage and to pay tribute to those who sacrificed their lives on our behalf. And as we talked about earlier at the top of the show the military um, is, as Margaret mentioned, has a great opportunity. It serves as a great opportunity for those who want to learn certain fundamentals, participate in those core values of of integrity and honor and service. And uh, we're very, very grateful for that. Uh, as we take that time to pause here and honor that um, here on our show today. There's also, as we know, oftentimes women in the military, um, as they give that sacrifice, we understand traditionally the, the military has had been more of a masculine from a male's perspective. As we've had on our show, we've had Women's Veterans Initiative here. Who talk about some of the challenges uh oftentimes we've had um that the women veterans face uh, we've also had uh um, jasmine on as well who booths. Jazz booth who's talked about who started her her whole uh, non profit that's geared around preventing veterans women veterans homeless those are the major concerns and and a lot of things um that we've learned from that that have led to oftentimes to a female veteran um being in that type of situation can come from challenges from PTSD, you know, the post-traumatic stress disorder. We we talked about that extensively uh, last year. And one of um, the facts that, that has come out, and I mentioned that you may have seen the episode of Scandal, I think a couple of weeks ago, um, that really kind of hit on that that challenge that the military is facing right now. We know it's a sensitive subject. But um, one out of three women, uh, imagine that right now, one out of three women uh, face um, sexual assault in the military. And there was a study that said 70% of those challenges, were that sexual assault for this certain group of women um, that they they sampled, uh, of, well, let's say the the ones that suffered from PTSD, uh, 70% of those causes were linked back to sexual assault, which is often not mentioned or goes unrecognized because of the challenges and the sensitivity and the dynamics as we saw so eloquently um, played out on that episode of Scandal for those different reasons. So. As I I wanted to say, we continue on with our show today, our very special guest, um, Attorney Aaron Durden, who himself is a a former veteran. He has that as a former. Now, I was always told once a Marine, (laughs) always a Marine, a former Marine. But he has been on a mission to support and educate veterans all across the country, and he has a special initiative that he's working on uh, that are here to support women veterans. so I want to encourage you right now if you have any uh, sister friends that you know that served in the military and may have alluded to some challenges they might have faced or some of those sensitive subjects that we've talked about I want to encourage you to have them call in right now or you send them the link to this show tell them to call 347-838-9278 347-838-9278 or as I said give them the link to the show so that they can listen to it on demand just as you are because what we're going to talk about today is a a, a dynamic plan and a, a support plan that Attorney Aaron Durden has in place to support those women veterans. So we'll be right back after this short message, and we'll bring our very special guest on uh, today, Attorney Aaron Durden. As we continue to honor those military women, the fallen soldiers, thank you so much for tuning in to Wealthy Sisters Radio. We'll be right back.
0: We're now listening to Wealthy Sisters Radio Show. We're now listening to Wealthy
2: Sisters with Deborah Harnett. Together we can live, thrive, and be free of domestic violence.
3: Are you aware that one out of three women veterans have suffered some form of sexual assault and or harassment, which oftentimes causes both physical and psychological injuries? Recent studies show that while post-traumatic stress disorder, PTSD, may be a diagnosis, it continues to be unrecognized by the VA and, importantly, remains untreated by the victims. Call Aaron Durden at 800 330 0234 to discuss whether or not you are entitled to veteran benefits. Call me at 800 330
1: 0234. We are live back here on Wealthy Sisters Radio. Thank you so much for tuning in to us today as our very special Memorial Day program. You know, if you're listening and you're like, oh, things sound a little different today, well, they are because we're taking that necessary time out to honor and to say thank you. So I want to encourage you today, when you see a, a person in uniform, you know that person is in the military, as we heard our guest earlier talk about, you know, the sacrifice that the family has made. If you haven't taken that time out to say thank you to them, to please do so today. Pause and do that today. I want to encourage you again to pause on Memorial Day to remember those in that moment of silence in your local time at 3 p.m., as well, because we know that the Memorial Day is the great time of year. I know it signifies the summer, the beginning of the summer, cookout, family time. But it is originally, it was originally intended for the to honor those. So let's make sure that we do that and teach our children as well. And I am thrilled as I mentioned uh, to have our special guest, our partner on the show today. He has a, an amazing initiative that he is has begun and, and moving forward with his firms all across the country in support of women veterans. And so you know we love that and I had to have him on our show today. So please, please help me welcome Attorney Aaron Durden to Wealthy Sisters Radio. Hello, how are you, Aaron?
5: I am well, Deborah. Good morning. How are you doing today?
1: Wonderful, wonderful. It's a pleasure to have you join us today and let me be the first again to say thank you for your service uh to to here to us here uh as well and thank you to your family for the time that they sacrificed while you were serving us uh in the Marine Corps.
5: Well, well, you're welcome. Well, as a family member yourself, I wish to thank you uh, for sacrificing yourself and your family. Thank you. I'm excited to be on the air as well. I've been listening to you driving back from my last uh, court appearance, and um, it seems to uh, encourage me to want to participate and be active even more so than you've talked about.
1: Yeah, awesome, awesome, yes. Well, you know, like I told you, it's we're excited about what you're doing. It's important. We know that it's important um, because the sensitivity, as we talked about it, and we certainly want to honor everyone and, and be respectful of the sensitivity. I do want to put that disclaimer out there. But we have to have to. This is something that we have to deal with. Um, as we mentioned, one in three women in the military uh, who experience some form of sexual assault. Uh, that that that's a problem. The other problem is that they they are linking it to um, the PTSD. We understand is being linked to a lot of those concerns, and a lot of it, as you mentioned, is unrecognized. It's right. going unrecognized, and so you have this domino effect of things that we see from children. Uh, we can we can go back to parents not being able to take care of the children because they're possibly facing, you know, those type of concerns or challenges. And, and I'm sure you can just kind of share with us some of those challenges um, that is a result of that and and the support that's needed. So why don't we just kind of start out with that so that we can kind of bring our audience the awareness to how crucial or serious this is.
5: Well, the term PTSD, which is an acronym for post-traumatic <laughs> stress disorder, was originally called, uh, back in World War I, uh shell shock.
0: Mm-hmm. And that
5: endured, at which time one would assume that, you know, were you not physically injured, the the, the bombs and things of that sort, the, the um, ammunition caused you such a um, um, psychological uh, disruption in your life that when you hear noises and things like that moving forward, it would create a, a psychological problem. Now, the mm-hmm. odd thing is Vietnam... PTSD um, first came to light. However, the Veterans Administration actually did not recognize it during the time. So as someone was discharged because of a PTSD condition, they could not get veteran benefits. And there, I don't know, about two or three years ago, um, 60 Minutes had an episode where veterans who were dishonorably discharged because of psychological problems due to PTSD are still trying to get it recognized. But as we move forward, as it relates to women in particular, and you've been talking about this, um, PTSD can take many forms um, to many people in in as much as sexual assault physically occurs. Mm -hmm. It also occurs when the intimidation, harassment, and things of that sort that cause people to be withdrawn or to say, I have to end my military career. And a lot mm-hmm. of the goals unrecognized in, in as much as uh you know when women experience and I was in a marine unit s two that's the uh, Intel division we had seventeen hundred mm-hmm. marines approximately fifty uh females and awful wow every one of them had wow. yes
0: mm-hmm. if mm-hmm. you know and
5: i and I saw the, the the stress and and you know personal relations with you know superiors and things of that sort, and oftentimes mm-hmm. when you do the the reading literature, you see that. Um, some individuals have to simply ask for a transfer. Or even when they began a a mutual relationship, one would not want that to end, and that's how it continues to occur. So simply because there was an existing relationship does not in and of itself mean that the PTSD could not occur if
0: Mm -hmm.
5: it it began to cause some issues. Now, what's important to understand, and it, it applies to both physical and mental injuries, most often the VA will generally speaking, only recognize a claim if it is brought while in the service or within one year from separation of service.
0: Okay. Now, okay. There are
5: exceptions to the rule like, you know, the Agent Orange claims and things of that sort. But that's okay. why it is so important for someone who may have indeed experienced something of that sort to go look at dispensary records again. You you have access mm-hmm. to that. Um, mm-hmm. And it may demonstrate if you needed counseling or something else occurred as a result that you may mm-hmm. still be in that window of uh filing, so
0: mm-hmm. and and my
5: my goal here, and you and I've spoken on this time time again, is to help because this is the unknown thing, and i in the community I live in i I go to the veteran hospitals and and the the conditions exist oftentimes undiagnosed and there are some other psychological problems going on, but no one seemed to recognize it all began with that
1: so okay. It's, okay okay so how would it, what if you're someone is listening right now a, a loved one let's say you know as we we kind of talked about that as well you know we have uh, a large female audience but there are also um, women who have men or loved ones in their lives mm-hmm. male loved ones in their lives that served in the military as well what are some of the I guess, symptoms or, and I know you're not a physician or, or, or anything like that, but what can someone look out for to say that maybe we do really need to take a closer look at this to see if this is a result mm-hmm. of this? Can you give some of those indicators to our audience?
5: Some of the symptoms that I've seen in clients and, in, and other veterans that I've known really mm-hmm. began with irritability. Mm-hmm. The irritability, the lack of sleeping, the, um, mm-hmm often and it sometimes leads to of uh, alcoholism mainly and often sometimes even drugs but mm-hmm, people mm-hmm. seem to f- need to find a way to cope with what they're dealing with as you may imagine mm-hmm. and it, mm-hmm. it generally leads to alcoholism drugs and some other behavior that you know it's mm-hmm. um it's kind of um aberrant behavior for that individual mm-hmm. well I mean such as being mm-hmm. active in, in other ways int- with intimacy mm-hmm. and other things okay
0: mm-hmm, um mm-hmm, but mm-hmm.
5: I, the irritability seems that, because oftentimes, um, you know, they're, and again, I have clients in, in, in the states of from Michigan, I'm, I'm resident from Detroit, Michigan, D.C., uh, in the Alabama and, and around Atlanta areas, and I, I can, almost every claim now, if they had any um, um, campaign in the military uh, zone, the irritability is accompanied with the underlying physical condition, which is added on to a PTSD
0: Mm-hmm. So it just seems mm-hmm. to go
5: hand in hand, I guess. And, and mm-hmm. again, you and, and I do workers' compensation injury work injuries. It, most people presume that if you do not have an underlying physical injury, you, you're therefore not entitled to file one for a psychological condition. To the contrary, mm-hmm. that is, um, mm-hmm. It, mm-hmm. it's available to you. So. It's
1: available. And when we talk about um, that being available, I know when we first began talking and. Um, just looking at this whole concern, you mentioned the United States Court of Appeals for veteran claims, this this whole court that was created, and we actually had the opportunity to go and visit it as well. Can you share a little bit of information about that? that I mean, I know a lot of people, when i mentioned it, they didn't know what it was, because I guess it's been around uh, a short period of time since, what, 1988 and in yes, 2008
5: remember. as well, it was. It was created finished. in 1988 mm-hmm. under President mm-hmm. Ronald Reagan. And and beforehand, mm-hmm. um, one would file a claim with the Veterans Service Office, work its way up to the regional office in the community they live in, and work okay. into the Department of Veteran Affairs. And the administrative juncture. Uh, if the case, the claim or request was denied, it ended there. And that's why a lot of veteran services offices are in place to help with those types of claims. However, the there sometimes when, and we lawyers we seem to you would think that we're trying to protect our own, but there was no um, available remedy for an otherwise legitimate claim if simply someone did not you know cross the t's and dot the i's properly. So the um, they created the court right in D.C. It seems to be in an office building. Wondering why they don't have their own place, but. It allowed the veteran to take the claim, move the claim forward, to begin making a record, and and, mm-hmm. and oftentimes, I have recently represented a veteran service person who represents other veterans in his own claim who can only go so far, and he brought me in as a lawyer. But and so most times, me as an uh, you know independent lawyer will represent persons when the Veterans Service Office cannot assist. I would rather take the case in the beginning so we won't have many missteps. But once you get there, the court usually remands the claim, which means that they found that the um, VA did not assist you properly or failed to consider proper evidence. And in doing so, it remands it back to the, the uh, last regional office to properly do, that, do something with some guidance as to how to do it. But yes. Okay. And so from there, you can even go to federal court on certain types of issues.
1: Okay, okay, okay. And so now, with this court being here, it makes a big difference um, yes. for how their claim can be processed.
5: Well, it, it gives a, 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 a relief and a mm-hmm. remedy when when there and oftentimes the court will address issues that deal with profound matters. Example: the issues related to. Um, Agent Orange. A quick story. There, you know, as you all know, we were not only were we in uh, Vietnam, we were fl- had flights coming out of Thailand and, mm-hmm. and serving that. And oh, by the way, people all ask about this Agent Orange. It's Agent Blue and Agent Orange. Agent Blue mm-hmm. dealt with the uh, vegetation, the rice that the you know, the enemy um, were trying to grow to mess up their their you know crops. Agent Orange just burned the area. And the only okay. reason they're orange and blue, someone happened to paint one can orange, someone painted it blue. So, the so Thailand, uh, since it wasn't not in was not in Vietnam, and Congress enacted the Vietnam um, Agent Orange claims, they didn't have a right to recover. But you know mm. the court said, well wait a minute, if you served in Thailand, so as your military, and you had a lot of air bases there, you were exposed to those containers of Agent Orange. So therefore, you're entitled to collect.
0: So Mm -hmm, that's mm -hmm, how mm -hmm. it
5: it walked it back. But, again, most of these claims are made 30, 40 years later. But Mm -hmm, but back to the mm -hmm. issue at hand, as to PTSD, men, women, otherwise, it must have some documentation of same while in the service or within a year upon separation. That's important to understand. Otherwise, it is an uphill walk to Mm -hmm. to try and and, and relate the conditions to work activity or to the uh, service-connected injury, as they call it.
1: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Wow. Well, I tell you, Attorney Durden, we are thrilled to have you uh, as a partner here with us on Wealthy Sisters Radio. Certainly looking forward to sharing more of of your initiative and how you are supporting women veterans, and not only an extension of the women veterans, but their families and and anyone that's tuning in. I mean, I, I know you can probably get some of those indicators that Attorney Durden has talked about as well. We want you to be able to reach out to them please go ahead and give your number again we we have been running your spot here but we want them to be able to reach out to you because this is something that you can actually help them with whether they're in arkansas whether they're in alabama or whether they're in california you can help them right
5: right and again i guess failed to mention you asked the question i apologize for answering directly there is only one veterans court and that is in Washington yes. D.C. So it's a federal yes. administrative practice. And if I am certified in the courts and certified yes. in representing veterans nationwide, so if you if you have a claim, ultimately if you need to go to court, that's the court it will be sitting in.
1: Yes, yes, yes. So that's that's the power of that, being able to do that and have that on a federal level. Well, again, thank you so much um, for, for what you are doing. Thank you for your service. And uh, we're looking well, forward to, to being able to help a lot of those who – and to bring the knowledge – um, that that's available to them because oftentimes, as you mentioned in our conversations, we we suffer as we know the scriptures say for a lack of knowledge. You know, it's only it known. Yeah, yes, yeah. We
5: suffer in silence. Um, let me share Suffering my eight hundred number then. Yes, um, please. It, it is eight hundred three three zero zero two three four. That's eight hundred three three zero zero two three four.
1: Again, that's Attorney Aaron Durden. We, we're thrilled to be able to have him on the show with us. You will be hearing more from him as well. Uh, definitely want you to know that he is here to help and serve. So if any of you all um, might have known someone that is suffering or have some of those indicators uh, who who perhaps have uh, suffered or what have you experienced something in the military, please, please reach out to him perhaps there's a way that we can help because you should not trust me you should not not um, be able to not receive what you're entitled to so again thank you uh, attorney durden for joining us today thank you also to margaret thomas for joining us here on wealthy sisters radio and once again we pause and pay tribute in honor those fallen women soldiers and their families. And thank you again for joining us here on Wealthy Sisters Radio. We will resume regular programming next week. want to bid everyone a wonderful holiday, safe holiday this weekend, and we look forward to seeing you next week. And as always, we wish you and yours the best of everything great. Bye now. We're now listening
0: to Wealthy Sisters we're not to Wealthy Sister. we to Wealthy Sister. we to Wealthy Sister. we to Wealthy Sister. We're to Wealthy Sister. When listening, to Sisters. We're not listening to Sisters.
5: The opinions of our guests do not necessarily reflect the opinions of our host staff or partners of Wealthy Sisters Radio.